Hello everyone, welcome to my channel, A Mindful Career. This is Daniel. I have been running a career coaching business in Singapore, Hong Kong, and mainland China for the past six years. In this channel, I talk about career development skills and also interview other career coaches, HR, working professionals from different industries. You will also get the first-hand information about talent acquisition and human capital development from other business leaders. Thanks for listening, and let's begin our show. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining for the new episode of A Mindful Career. Today, I have a, a guest who is an old friend. We have known each other、uh, back in I think 2014, 2015, when we just started our business,、uh, Jackson.、Uh, welcome, Jackson. Thanks for joining the show. Thanks、uh, for inviting me to this、uh, podcast. Cool. Great. Great.、Uh, today, we'll talk about、uh, being an entrepreneur. Uh, during undergrad study, I think it's also quite a unique experience for for Jackson. I started my business、uh, way later, <laughs> so when I was an undergrad, I just study,、uh, do my internship, and do like a usual stuff, right? But but you did something very differently.、Uh, maybe you can share with us,、uh, you know, your experiences of、uh, starting the business as an undergrad and how your experience,、uh, you know, with with the venture. Well, you have to manage school at the same time manage the business. Okay, sure. So,、uh, in fact, I started、uh, before undergraduate. So,、yeah. uh, after I、uh, finish my army, then there's this gap while waiting for university. Then、uh, I was working on、uh, like projects, and then later on,、uh, from the mini projects that I work on,、um, we develop a startup business、uh, from from it. So that's、uh, pretty much how I、uh, get started. Uh, and then from、uh, the mini projects,、uh, we do like validation and and all that before university. Yeah, <clears throat> was there a very structured way of、uh, starting the business? Like you you study some courses <laughs> and、uh, understand about like MVP MVPs, then finding the product market fit, or was you know you just had some ideas in、uh, you know in the tech space, in the education space? You feel you know that's the area you want to go to. Uh, was kind of a natural first step. Yeah, so back then、uh, I was a freelancer, so in the space of、uh, digital and technology, so helping companies to build up their website, to do a bit of、uh, online marketing. I think during that time, back in、uh, late two thousand thirteen, two thousand fourteen, digital marketing or digitization wasn't really a thing yet. <laughs> It's more right, like、wrong. just on online. Yeah, so like businesses and people are trying to figure out what is this. Online space about, and then、um, back then is、uh, the mobile application space just start starting to to、uh, grow. Yeah, so during that time, I I managed to work on like a a few projects with companies, businesses, and that's when、um, I sort of found found a gap. Potentially, I could create a technology related education. Uh, for 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 the space, so that that was the how we how I get started. Cool, cool. Uh, yeah, I think for people who are not uh familiar with your business, maybe you can also share with us uh you know what uh you know tech society is, what you want to achieve with with tech society.、Yeah. Okay, so as the name suggests, right, tech society, technology society. So as the society digitizes、uh, rapidly. So I hope to empower people with digital and technology skills, and help people from like all stages of life to cope with digital disruption. So we provide trainings,、uh, programs, 
to help people learn in-demand skills, uh, such as introduction to programming, uh, data analytics, uh, digital marketing, and so on. So essentially, that's uh, what, what we do. I understood, I understood. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, I remember when we met at one of the incubators uh, in Singapore, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I realized you know, we were in a similar space, even though you know, uh, I know you guys uh, target a, probably a wider uh, range of um, age, right, in terms of the, 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 the learners. Um, and uh, uh, we also talk a lot about how we went to different markets, right, develop different, different type of product market fits in, in, in overseas regions. Um, and I, I didn't really know that uh, you were a student at that time. <laughs> so when you talk, I was like, I didn't realize that. Uh, so, so it was really to my surprise, you know, for, for uh, Andrea, uh, who was very committed to, to the business. And I, I saw the business grow along the way. Uh, maybe you can share with, uh, you know, our audiences, uh, the kind of difficult uh, difficulties you have faced, right? So I, I really feel a lot of people, maybe, maybe they're in a university right now studying, or you, you know, they have their full-time job, but they really want to you know, start doing something. Um, you know, I, I feel there is a constant struggle of you know, how can I you know, keep the balance, right? So, so I, I think you definitely have the, the, the best words in terms of how, how your experience was and how you kind of face that kind of difficulties of balancing out, yeah. Mm. Correct. Uh, so yeah, def- definitely. Like if you are, uh, let's say, studying or uh, working full time, is very challenging to to also start or manage a company. Uh, then I think the key things to to note is about expectation management. So like um, <clears throat> so definitely you would need to choose between prioritizing prioritizing between school and work, assuming you want to start a company while studying. So like back then, um, I started before university. So I laid out the groundwork. And uh, when I went into university, it's uh, more of a managing it. So like um, that is uh, slightly uh, better than you start from scratch during university time. Definitely it's possible. There are also people who, who manage to do it. Uh, but then uh, expectation management, right? So <laughs> you, you can't be expecting you, uh, yourself to do really, really well in school and then uh, grow your business at the same time. Yeah. Uh, unless uh, you sacrifice your health in, in, in that, <laughs> at, that aspect. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's always good to have a, a certain balance as well because you might burn out yeah, because you, uh, you'll be constantly working on stuff. can be schoolwork, can be uh, company work. So back then, uh, during university, during undergrad uh, days, I actually treat my company and uh, my startup project as a co- co- co-curricular activity, actually. Mm-hmm. So everyone has uh, have 24 hours, right? So if you look at your life as a pie chart, then you will be better, uh, you will know better how to manage it more effectively. Like, uh, throughout the day, certain number of hours, uh, school-related, certain amount of hours, uh, um, to work on your project and then uh, you also leave some time to, 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 like, to exercise and, and do some uh, refresh, refresh refreshment yeah. uh, but I think back, back to the key point would be to uh, manage the expectation uh, definitely uh, some parts of your academic uh, grades will suffer uh, <laughs> if you want to make your business grow during that time yeah, but uh, I think it is possible it's possible to, to, to do it uh, but how far you can uh, bring your company forward, then that's about 
uh, how much you want to sacrifice on either side. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. I, I definitely agree. I don't think, you know, mm. you can't achieve like without any sort of sacrifice, right? So I, I understand mm. it. We all have limited time. Mm. Um, that's, uh, you know, a lot of uh, entrepreneurs that actually drop out of school, right? <laughs> to, to come be full time for, for their startup. Mm. Uh, of, of course, I, I'm, I think it uh, comes down to a lot of personal decisions, right? So uh, there is no, really no just one way uh, suits all kind of uh, decision-making process. But I do feel, uh, you know, as, as Jackson mentioned, I think it's very, very important you have the kind of expectations, right? So what, what's important to you, uh, what you put as a priority, so then, then you, will, you, will, you will give a, more, a lot more time to, on that. Um, so, so does that mean that, so when you're like on, on, on summer, when everybody else was doing internships, you were doing the, uh, the startups, yeah? Correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, so even uh, back then when I was uh, on exchange, so I actually went uh, to Hong Kong for my exchange. Uh, actually, I also spent most of the time there um, like working on my startup and, and, and sort of expand my presence. Right, yeah. right, right, right. I remember uh, I, I saw you guys have uh, interns from, from Hong Kong, right? So that I'm sure <laughs> that's because also you you know, had your presence there, you expanded markets there, mm. that's how, how you knew some of the, the, the peers there, right? Mm. And they became interns. Right, yeah. And mm. In fact, this is also one of the pros, I, uh, would, I would say, uh, starting your business during uh, your university days, then uh, when, when you get to hire interns from a university, then you could also understand uh, like, like the, the value add and the purpose of the, the education that you are in. Yeah, so uh, you will not be just um, like just studying to, to, to quickly like graduate. So, you, so there's a meaning, there's more, much more um, meaningful things that you can do beyond just uh, academic grades. Mm. Right, right. So I want to ask you, you know, your personal views about people, uh, maybe they're still currently, let's say, studying um, and uh, they are thinking about dropping out of school and just doing their startup full time. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, or you know, maybe put in general terms like like uh, when is it like the right time to actually commit full time? Right, say I'm gonna do this full time uh, without you know other distractions. Mm, I think it depends on. Uh, okay, so I think a few things. Right, the f- first thing is uh, you must really believe in it. Yeah, because uh, any startup project or any business is uh, business is tough. So like uh, once you believe in in that project, uh, I actually hi- would highly recommend not to drop out unless like let's say you get a lot of resources or funding or <laughs> or you really need to drop out to really work on the project because it's tough, right? So the chances of failure is really really high, and uh, <clears throat> and most importantly. If uh, your passion is a short list, which actually most people are like that, <laughs> so you, you might be interested in this uh, project like currently because of, it could be from the media, it could be because uh, everyone is talking about it, like uh, cryptocurrency, blockchain, right? <laughs> so like, you, you might be interested in it because it's a hype. Yeah, but uh, once you commit full-time into it, then you realize, hey, actually it's quite tough or that, then, then you will be in the stuck situation. Yeah, so, so I would say uh, you only drop out uh, uh, when you really believe in that project and you have resources to really last you for, for a few years. Yeah, if not, I would say uh, work on it on the side. It's actually possible. 
Yeah, because uh, during the early stage of a startup, uh, mainly it's about validating the, the idea. And um, in, I think in university, there are also pros uh, because there are a lot of support like in terms of uh, incubators as well as uh, connections, resources that, that you can uh, leverage on while you are uh, st still a stu student. <clears throat> yeah, I, I agree. I, I think uh, it's, it's very difficult to pull the trigger. And uh, I think especially in Singapore, the context is, I think generally speaking, we are quite risk averse, right? In terms of mm -hmm. family expectations, in terms of how, uh, you know, the peer pressure is, right? So I think a lot of times people right. tend, tend to be, be quite risk averse, right? So, so as mm -hmm. you mentioned, right, you, you really need to truly believe it. Uh, that, will, that will last long, right? Otherwise, you will, you know, after a few months, you realize, oh, it's not going to work. How am I going to do, right? <laughs> and uh, and uh, um, I think my view is also very biased because I actually worked for a couple of years, right, before I started committing full-time. Uh, and uh, even I had a lot of preparations in terms of the difficulties ahead of, of me. Uh, still, there were a lot of challenges. Uh, I only realized after I committed full-time. <laughs> so, so it was very difficult. Um, and, uh, and I think you, you, you kind of have to, um, you know, talk to a lot of people or probably even after talking to a lot of people, you still couldn't realize it until you, did, you started doing it. Right? So, so I think that's the, that's the tricky part. Uh, so so I, I do feel uh, if you don't, as I mentioned, right, if you don't have a lot of resources, right, like very well-founded uh, or, you know, you, you see in a very short future, you will, you will get a lot of fundings or, uh you know, the, the, the business is going to take off. I, I do think, you know, take a, take a, take another approach. Maybe, maybe it's, it's safer, right? So, so that's my take. <laughs> cool. And, and I, I think also, I, I um, recall your experience is also quite interesting that um, at the end of the undergrad studies, you went to uh, Hangzhou, right? You went to Alibaba. Yeah. Uh, so, so I want to dive into that experience for a little bit. Um, since, you know, uh, we, we are in a startup ecosystem. We all know Ali, right? And we all know, uh, you know, great things they have, they have achieved uh, in this region and in the world. Um, what was your experience there? Um, and uh, what was that, that the first time you, you came to, 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 to China and worked for, for a uh, Chinese tech company? Yeah. Oh, yes. So how that uh, experience come, uh, came about is uh, in 2018, uh, just before uh, I graduate there's this uh, program called the uh, Singapore Valley Awards, uh, in short, SVA. So they aim to send, uh, I'd say, like student entrepreneurs or rather young entrepreneurs uh, to, to China to uh, intern for some of the uh, technology, technology uh, giants uh, in, in China, tech companies, and hopefully uh, learn uh, like skills and as well as understand the market and uh, hopefully come back to start your own successful startup. Yeah, so I was uh, fortunate to be selected uh, for this program. Uh, so beyond a normal in internship, I think a lot of value uh, is in like the, the ability to really uh, go up close to, to understand the, the market on the ground and, and how, to, how the people work over there. And uh, it, it's sort of, uh, it's a very eye-opening experience. Yeah, uh, in, in the way that, uh, not only in the way that you work, but in the way that you live. Um, yeah, because it's uh, very, very fast paced over there. Um, so things change very fast. Even during that few months, I, I'm there, like things are changing. Yeah, so, 
So I think that that whole experience uh, like give me this uh, mindset shift. So before I went went there, right? Like uh, I I used to thought that uh, having like million users is a very very far target or like somewhere very in distance uh, distant <laughs> far target. Yeah, but, uh, because uh, I was in Alibaba, right? So on a daily basis, the targets is in like tens or hundreds of millions, <laughs> and uh, it's always in. Yeah, in Mandarin, right, like uh, T-E-E, it's always on the billion, <laughs> billion, it's a norm there, yeah, so, so even like normal people or like uh, the so, so-called uh, the influencer, the, the Wang Hong, it's, it's also like millions of users, yeah, then that, that if you think about it, right, that's uh, more than a Singapore population, <laughs> right, yeah, just, just by like uh, uh, being some, uh, like doing something simple like, uh, uh, online selling that, that kind of thing of course. yeah then uh, other than market size uh, the other thing that struck me is also the culture and the fighting spirit so um, most importantly I found that the, the people there are very driven and uh, not just driven but also very very smart individual as well mm-hmm. and uh, yet they work extremely hard yeah so, so it's quite scary right so <laughs> you think about it it's like you have uh, this huge uh, amount of people who are driven, smart, working very hard uh, because of the keen competition that they are facing uh, a, lot, a lot of uh, people there. So uh, because of this uh, innovation as well as uh, speed uh, has been pushed to the limits. So if there's one thing that I learned from my China experience, right, is uh, anything can be achieved in 24 hours. <laughs> it's something that I learned. Yeah, it's really amazing. Yeah, even from a technology perspective, yeah, so when uh, I was there, uh, I think they, they are launching some like app or some functions inside app. Um, so in initial projection might took uh, like a uh, few days or even weeks, uh, but from top down, they need it like within the next day and the next day is done. <laughs> so, right. so I've learned that, yeah, anything can run in 24 hours. <laughs> right, and, and I, was, I just thought about, I remember there was a rumor that uh, when, when Alibaba acquire Lazada, they, they, they reviewed the, uh, the whole uh, infrastructure algorithm, uh, you know, within six months, mm-hmm. you know, that time Alibaba, that, that time Lazada was there for like five years, right? So it's like five years of technology was revealed in uh, like six months <laughs> by, by Alifox, right? So, so that's, that's how crazy it was. But, but it was very interesting, your experience in the United States of Singapore. And I also wanted to uh, talk with you about that experience and how that has shaped you uh, in terms of your uh, startup journey, right? Your uh, business development journey, because I felt, um, you know, some people, they, uh, after that experiences in working at very big tech company, they, 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 they probably think, you know, maybe I can join a tech company, right? Instead of, uh, you know, uh, starting my own business uh, in terms of remuneration, uh, in terms of the, the growth, in terms of the experiences, it's still fantastic, right? So, so how would you, um, you know, what's your personal decision, right? So, so have you thought about, uh, you know, maybe I join a, a big tech company um, since you already have that brand, right? So I, I'm sure you will, if you apply, you will get some, some opportunity there. Um, and uh, and uh, what made you decide not to? So for me, the, the reason is uh, like a, a few reasons for me myself, right? So like first, I've been doing this uh, for, for a number of years. Uh, like if I add in my undergraduate days that is coming to 
plus this year, because this year went, by, went past really fast, right? <laughs> uh, so plus this year is coming to seven, seven years. Right. Then uh, I, I wanted to really uh, like push myself uh, to see uh, how far I can really bring this uh, project forward, uh, this uh, business that I have forward. Then uh, I think for, for the rest who are contemplating whether to start their own business or to join a tech company is that um, just now I mentioned about passion, right? Then the other thing is, um, <clears throat> uh, could you find someone who really believe in the uh, problem that you are solving and align uh, in, in vision? Yeah, because uh, the, the startup path is really tough, right? So you need to get like-minded individual to come on board the team and, and to stay for, for the long haul. So, so like if you have problem forming the team, committed uh, co-founders at the start, uh, join, joining a tech company is, is, a, is a good way to, to pick up uh, like some of the uh, skills and experience before you venture out later on. Yeah, I think some people even mentioned that uh, maybe join a tech company, it's also a good way to find potential co-founders, right? So once you're working on certain projects, you know that person really well, and when you were actually starting out uh, doing our business, your colleague could be could be the kind of first uh, content point, right? So you, you will sell that dreams to your previous colleagues first, see whether uh, they, they want board it and they can go far with you. I'm sure you ask uh, a, lot, a lot of times in terms of advice, right, for, for young professionals or thinking about uh, doing their business, right? Uh, maybe you can also give the, the audience of Mindful Career some advice, um, you know, if they're thinking about starting their business. Um, yeah, what, what should they do? Yeah. Okay, so I think uh, first of all, right, to really think uh, quite hard on the problem that you want to solve, yeah, to be real, like you yourself to be really interested and passionate about the space that you are, you will be in, yeah. Because uh, like we have uh, both uh, discussed earlier, right? Starting a business is really really tough based on our experience. And when the going gets tough, it is the people and the vision that you have will get you through these times tough times. So uh, after you you decided that okay, this is the space that I want to go in, then uh, the next step would be to seek a mentor who are uh, who have uh, been there done that. To, to guide you, especially if you're a first-time entrepreneur. Um, and then you can also like uh, ask the mentor what are some of the challenges or hurdles that, that he or she faced so that uh, I would say you will bang less walls <laughs> when, when, you, when you start. Yeah, definitely you will meet obstacles, that's for sure. Yeah, but at least you are prepared, right? Uh, compared to uh, you have this, uh, uh, this dream of uh, starting this business and grow really big. Yeah, which uh, sometimes uh, there's a mismatch of uh, expectation yeah, of uh, starting a business. Yeah, so like my, my advice is uh, think of the problem you want to solve, followed by uh, seeking out a mentor, and then, um, yeah, and then put, your, put your soul and heart to really make it work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, I really mm. like your advice. Thank you so much, Jackson. I think... Um, you know, I think in the startup world, uh, at least for Singapore, I think it's still relatively small, right? So if you do, you're very committed and uh, and people people can notice it, right? So so and uh, and uh, you, you can get uh, you can get noticed and uh, um, you know through some introductions, I think you will be able to find very good mentors. Uh, I, I think personally, I also benefit a lot from the uh, practitioners in the in the industry. They have given me a lot of advice. I, I think uh, Jackson, you definitely feel the same, um, and I, I do feel. 
um, you know, sometimes it's really about determinations, right? Whether you really want to solve that problem, whether you really feel, you know, that's a problem that can, can be really big. Um, thank you so much, Jackson. I do wish I can talk to you again uh, uh, in the future on some other topics. Uh, thank you so much. That's a wrap for this episode of the podcast, A Mindful Career. I'd like to thank you for listening, and I hope you will continue joining me for future episodes. Be sure to subscribe at Spotify or wherever you like to listen to my podcast, A Mindful Career. Follow me on LinkedIn, Daniel Y, K-A-N-G, and you can see the upcoming events I will organize. See you there.